When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A clean up? camera. It's good to be clean back, camera. huh? What up, everybody? We got Matt and Nate Nick here. Clean camera, clean face. All my. Let's see how many people come in. Clean I, we're going to get the, uh, the the angry Celtics fans. They're going to just say what they have to say, log off, yeah. and then get into oh, pregame. Yeah. <laughs> who's in charge? Who's in charge of the uh, the, chat, the chat the chat posting today? Because I'll is that going to be you? Oh, if you it's Nick, that's going to get interesting. You got to be careful with what you put up. We don't want uh we don't want anybody, you know. There's gonna like yeah, Joe said, there might be some very culture? angry. We share everything. The people are already missing John. They they last game now. Nick, you have you have big shoes to fill here. This is a big spot, you know. Who would have ever this game? You better so bring John, your A game in this one. So John, right, John's busy. I think John's busy putting together his Super Bowl. His Super Bowl spread for the family, which we'll get into some Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll get into some Super Bowl talk. Yeah, we'll get into some Super Bowl talk towards the end of the show. But oh, and Nick's gone. That was quick. But um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. It's just like, all right. Uh, uh, I can't do the chat. Uh, I got the know. chat, Nick. Nick, if you're trying to do the silhouette challenge, man, don't just don't do it, man. Don't. We're gonna we're gonna do it because Bobby don't do the silhouette. A link that isn't the host. All right, we're gonna do excited. Super Bowl talk, but we'll we'll get right into it with the game today, Joe Sway. What, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. All right. It seems like enough people are in the chat here. All right, welcome in. It's the Celtics post game show, Super Bowl edition, I guess, here, even though uh yeah. I, I kind of felt like that whole uh you know, what the last four years in a row the Celtics won Super Bowl Sunday, huge jinx going into this one. But when the game actually played itself out, I mean, did you did anyone even think the Celtics for for a second had a chance to, to win this one and throughout the fourth quarter at least? I mean, 100 to 91, the Suns taught the Celtics here. Uh, you got, you know, for, for a team that we talk about, how many different players can they have, you know, to, to really contribute offensively? Celtics got six against the Suns. Six players scored in double figures here, and it still wasn't enough. Kemba Walker struggled, of course. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, Jason Tatum, a lukewarm shooting night. Uh, not exactly what we wanted to see out of him, especially down the stretch, but when the Celtics offense looks that damn desperate, I, I mean, that's that's what you get, right? Right, fellas? Uh, Nick Nick Gelso, of course, like I said, he's joining in here for for John. Uh, we got Bobby Manning, Jimmy Toscano. Jimmy, let's start yeah. with you, man. Jimmy, Jimmy, you came in here fired up because it's like you, you don't even want to talk about this game. You're, you're already moving on to the to, to, to the Super Bowl, right? You don't even want to get into this. I, I want to talk about this game as much as it looked like the Celtics wanted to play this game today. I mean, we're looking at like 80 points in the fourth quarter. That is ugly, ugly basketball. I actually thought that the Celtics would come out. Uh, a little bit differently in the second half because they shot so poorly in that in that first half. But man, it was kind of like more of the same to be completely honest. I mean, listen, I know no Jalen Brown today, but that's no excuse. Um, you know, they've yeah. been able to compete a lot better than they than they did. I thought today. I mean, I'll give them props for hanging around in the end. I thought uh, the P party uh, kept them in it with some big big threes uh, in that second half. There, I know Kemba Walker struggled all freaking day, and if John was here. Uh, I know <laughs> we'd be 10 minutes in on Kemba Walker right now. He hit a couple big threes himself down the stretch, but he missed another one late, uh, even later. So, um, you know, very inconsistent. Uh, you know, that's kind of been the story with, with Kemba Walker, and I know that's 
one of the big issues people have with him. Um, but yeah, it wasn't enough today. Um, frustrating. Um, it looked like it just looked like uh, Phoenix had a lot more energy um, from start to finish. And I mean, Devin Booker did a little, did a lot of everything. I love Devin Booker, not just because of today, obviously, but I mean, when you talk about some of the best scorers in the NBA, he's right, right up there at the top where like a guy that can just like change the game in, in like 30 seconds, all of a sudden he goes, you know, three straight down the court and, you know, eight straight points all of a sudden, you know, keeps the Suns in it right there. So, um, yeah, tough loss to the today. He got some significant help. You know, obviously Chris Paul made a hell of a difference on that team overall all season long. But uh, I couldn't help but think of think of John when I was watching this one, when he always talks about how are you going to disguise Kemba Walker's defense in that starting five? Why did he get exposed in this one? John is he just ingrained really in our heads while we're watching games now. So seriously, I'm like, look, they're not hiding him. And then it just looked like there's nowhere you can put him where he looks somewhat decent out there on the, de- on the defensive end of the floor. Bobby, let's start. Let's uh, let's turn things to you here. What do you well, think happened there defensively? I mean, they, they obviously the, the starting five got outmatched, but how come they were unable to recover in the fourth quarter, especially when it seemed like Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker with those two big shots that Jimmy talked about? It seemed well, like the, the, the momentum shift was going to happen. Their style came back to hurt them in this one because they finally went against a center who's dominant on the boards, who isn't going to let Tristan Thompson get a million rebounds. And Thompson did do a great job on the offensive glass in this one, but he didn't finish. So a lot of times it would just lead to a second miss or a turnover or something like that. And then the Suns were right out in transition at the other basket. I think that's why they went to Daniel Tice in the end. I I saw some people wondering why they didn't stick with Thompson in crunch time. They were looking for a little more transition defense down the stretch there. And they did do a better job. But then Devin Booker kills you in the half court. They get within three. He hits that 20-foot jumper. And then that's the game right there. I knew this game was going to go in a bad direction from those opening seconds, just like you said, Josue, though, because they put Edwards out there, they put Kemba out there, and it's like, who are these two guys going to guard? They're going against Paul and Booker, two of the best offensive guards in the league, and those two guys just came right out. Booker specifically, five straight possessions they score, and the Celtics were struggling to get stops all night. It was just basket city under the rim. They have great pull-up shooters around the perimeter, and – you know, another game where the Celtics defense gets torched. The final score wasn't too bad, 100, but on a, a day where you struggle from the field immensely, that ended up just being enough for the Suns. So I still don't trust this defense. Like they they make great strides again against the Clippers. I think it's been a couple good weeks of progress now. But I looked before the game. They're one of the five worst teams are protecting the rim. They're 26 in the league with yeah. giving 64% inside. Yeah, it just seemed like Let's the Suns the had way too many. They, they had way too many, too many weapons out there. I'm sure Nick was was going crazy because if anything, if there's one thing that Nick can't stand is awful defense, right? I mean, old school cat like Nick, he can't stand to see the Celtics. Did this bring you back to '76, Nick? <laughs> oh man, you know what it brought me back to '76, '70. Nick, how many, how many, uh, how many cigarettes yeah. ripped through in that game? You were there with me, I think. We were sitting by each other and watching the Celtics give up all these points to Devin Booker. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, defense frustration. But what's more frustrating, and I know you guys will kill me for this, but it's the three-point shooting. Even when they're making it, they can't make regular field goals. And you can pretty much count on, you know, their field goal percentage was horrendous, but they shot well from three. That three-point shot is the undoing, in my opinion. It is so annoying. Can, you it's know what else is annoying? Though, Nick, the camera killing. Why are we killing? the in the first half, though. What was that, this way? 
Beck kept them in in the first half, though. That's yeah, it's no, tough. I know, but it works both ways. We always say live and die with the three, right? Well, today you didn't live or you, you didn't die by it, but you didn't live by it either because you couldn't hit a shot from two feet away with bad interior defense. And uh, they are the Kemba, Kemba Walker, like, let's give Kemba Walker a little time to adjust. He just hit a game winner last game. I'm sure everybody, you know, on Twitter wasn't going to say Trey Kemba. I mean, he's been—he's <laughs> been tough to watch. It's a—it's an adjustment because he's no longer the first option. But let's give it a shot. Let's let him play a little bit. I mean, I feel like Kemba got a—he—he he, he did what he wanted to do out there. No, I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen. They made him uncomfortable, but he got some good looks and he got drive to the hoop. And to your point, I mean, a lot of missed bunnies, right? And he wasn't yeah. the only one. Yeah, a lot of missed bunnies. I mean, we're at the point we're up on the point where. You know the the grace period for Kemba is, is is wrapping up here, right? I mean, he's played however many games he's played. The minutes are kind of where they typically would be now. Um, so it's not really a, to me at least it's not really a health thing. I mean, the first thing um, that I looked for when he returned was his health. Looks looks healthy, honestly. He looks I mean, good. I I don't notice much of a difference, but now it's just getting that production to where you want it to be. I mean. We started to see it slide, unfortunately, in the playoffs last year. And there are games like, you know, it's funny. We we, when we talk about Kemba, depending on what show you watch, you either think we, we love him or we, or we yeah. you know, want him out the door because that's how hot and cold he's been. So the consistency is, is the biggest concern right now. Um, again, this is all without Jalen Brown in, in the game. So uh, you'd hope that you have a full lineup, you know, heading into the playoffs and in the playoffs. So this is a completely different team. I know we had one commenter say it's Geno time if Jalen Brown plays today probably the case i mean right i mean you could you, you could easily or, make that case that if Jalen brown's in, starting or playing that the celtics uh would take down the suns today so again uh, i don't put Jim, too what much about tristan thompson on. i mean you get you get tristan 12 rebounds he's finally getting in shape after so long i don't believe he was on the court in the what did he play in the fourth yeah I let's mean, talk a little bit about Bobby's that because guy, that, yeah, one, that one stuck out to me as well because he was giving you that muscle down low he was giving you the the Tristan Thompson that we've been looking for, especially on the defensive end. He's finally in like shape. He was the only one to points. really – he was the only one rattling the, the the Suns a bit. And, of course, yeah, he did have a couple a couple easy buckets down low. He's the only yeah. one, though, right? He's finally in shape. Go ahead, Bobby. He makes a legitimate impact on those offensive boards. I stunned they got – I was stunned they got as many as they did today. And he, he – Put them like they're going against the Clippers here, who have a great front line. I think they were a top five offensive or defensive rebounding team, and now the Suns team—that's no joke with that lineup. Whether it's Aiton or Frank Kaminsky or the other big men that they have in there, they have a great rebounding front line, uh, awesome rebounding guard and Chris Paul throughout his career, and he's still getting them over those guys inside. So it puts a legitimate identity on this team to some degree that they're going to go out there and create second chances for themselves. But I just. I, I keep getting torn between do I like that more or do I like them getting back and protecting the room the other way off misses more. The Suns knew that they were going to be able to have to get in front of him and get out and run because the Celtics crashed those offensive boards so hard. And especially in that third quarter, you saw it. They were running for open layups the other way every single time. So I don't. 100... I feel like John is on the game, on the show today because Bobby totally disregarded the question. Before, what? <laughs> why did Tristan not play? Because the transition defense. I think when the he's out there, they're not—they're not as strong getting back. 
That's where I was going. I you, okay. you didn't give me the time, Nick. <laughs> no, I got to I got to take three minutes to answer the questions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my answer. I mean, well, why is that though, Bobby? Because I, you know, obviously for the Celtics, offensively, you want to push the tempo, right? You want to be in transition and, and score up tempo. But when, when Kemba's missing bunnies, you know, Tatum couldn't find a couldn't find a bucket for a while. Yeah, I mean, you want to clean up is, something inside. If Pritchard yeah, doesn't hit those back-to-back three-pointers, this team would have been this thing would have been over well before you know the end of the fourth quarter. It's a fair Great point. Quarter. I rem- I remember um, his original coach, David Blatt was on one of our shows here and he said this guy's the best offensive rebounder in the fourth quarter he'd ever seen and so yeah there's a good case for it i think a couple games ago he should have been in there too in crunch time it worked well against the clippers to have Hmm. him in there at that point so he's playing well enough tonight 12 rebounds six on the offensive end of the floor he's getting it done now even on the defensive end of the court where i've had the most issues with him to say that he should be that closer in crunch time. Now, Daniel Tice was awesome in this one. So it yeah, was a close call. Yeah, yeah, and they were they were winning with him on the floor. So I understand the decision, but it didn't work out. But, I, I mean, uh, I just, Nick, yeah, what do, you, what do you think? Sorry, Joshua. You've been waiting for Tristan Thompson to get in shape. Guys, he was out of shape. He hadn't played in the bubble. So waiting for him to get into shape. He's getting into game shape. He's rebounding. He's doing what we brought him here for. And, you know, Brad goes away from him. I understand the transition defense, but at that point, you know, you need muscle, you, you need rebounds. And I, I feel like Tristan was doing well. But you also need time. points, Nick. Huh? You also yeah, need you also points. Need who's points, but who's going to give you more bench? Who's going to give you more points, though? Is it going to be Tice or Thompson? Yeah, see, that's another thing, too. And I wanted to bring this up, you know, at some point throughout this throughout this show. Because Probably. across the line. Is it just me, or I feel like Tristan Thompson, he's getting like that old man, get him the buckets mm-hmm. quickly in the first 10 minutes game. Like, remember? It's mm-hmm. like, not to put him, not to, <laughs> yeah. not to age this much, but remember, remember when, 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 when Shaq was on the Celtics? It was like, get yeah. Shaq his buckets early because <laughs> in the second half, he's done. Oh, don't he's say that. Wow, you, know, you went Shaq, dude? That that's like, that's their approach for him getting buckets. And then after that, forget it. You're not going to get much offense after that. You like Jermaine Basketball was good, though, too. You establish your post game, then went to the perimeter. But, yeah, I get what you're saying totally. I see that, too. Um, but, listen, I mean, Tice doesn't hit those three-point shots, guys. You're not getting points from him either. So, you know, um, I, I think you got to go. Got you got to – or Grant. I mean, he had a nice game, a decent game. Of course, you know, Good first game, half. But still he's, but playing more minutes than Tristan Thompson makes no sense to me. Maybe they're just looking yeah. for offense because they couldn't put it in the hole, put it in the ocean. It's that same deal we've been talking about now. The awkwardness of this team—they're trying to get center uh, minutes for four centers. Can I call Grant a center, Nick? Is that allowed on your show? Well, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fine. John's yeah, gonna, John's gonna insert yeah. himself into the show just. To, so they're trying to get minutes for four centers. It gets awkward. Tyson Grant end up filling the four spot in this rotation since they don't have an extra wing that's reliable. So they're essentially rotating four centers at four spots throughout these games. And again, Brad goes to the three-center starting lineup, and I couldn't stand it. It was such a disaster to start the Clippers game, and it was again here. And Why, I, I, why have you not yet been critical of Brad Stevens? I am. He in spots. I think we're at that point now. I think we're at that point, man. And every show, I would say to myself, 
when are these guys going to get tough on Brad? Because every time you guys are breaking down games, it always seems to come down to minutes, rotations, and offensive play calling. Isn't that all coaching? I mean, I don't understand why no one on this panel will ever go after Brad. I mean, that's a little that's a little extreme. I think by talking about those things, Rob. I think by mentioning all those things that you just mentioned that we criticize all the time, I mean, isn't that essentially criticizing Brad? I mean, what 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 else do you want us to say? Fire no Brad? You want to say another commentator? That's, that's what Nick's waiting for. What do you there want to say? Fire Brad? I mean, there's a hundred commenters where you can get that take from. I think what, what we do is we break down the decisions that he makes. You can form your own opinions based on those decisions. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like the the lineups or the rotations or the minutes and all those things. So, I mean, if, if, you guys. if that's your... What? I've heard you guys criticize that. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's the criticism. That's, that's how we criticize, I guess, the coaching, uh, you know, from game to game. We're not going to sit here and say fire Brad. I mean, there's, I didn't say go fire the comments. I know. But, but we do, but, we give exactly. them credit too. It's been hit or miss. So this is the, this is the detriment we're trying to find a lineup throughout a course hey, of the game headphones. and playing 13 uh, minutes. Well, get, is it feedback? <laughs> You're soft. <laughs> okay. Your next tell, man. Your next tell is messing up. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. Don't don't do anything. I'll see. Not, not look what you did. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him to shut the screen off. Now he's gonna come back with like the worst he looking screen ever. He won't oh, gonna, I, didn't him, I didn't tell him to shut the screen off. I just told him he's to gonna try to do something that he thinks is gonna make it better, and it's gonna make it. He's gonna pull up the way he did last time. Yeah. So, anyways, let, let me answer that because it is a fair question by him. Does is Brad searching too far now, sacrificing wins and? in the attempt of finding the perfect lineup throughout the flow of these games. Cause we are two weeks into now him trying to find a lineup that works throughout an entire flow of a game here. And you end up playing 13 guys. I don't know how many ended up coming into this game. I don't think they were searching as deep for different players as much as combinations. You, played 10 but guys. you start, you, you lose stretches yeah, of a game when you're looking for different combinations here as they did. And I'll give him credit for certain spots in that second quarter, the lineup that looked funky, I think it was Teague, Kemba, uh, Grant, Tyson, Thompson again. That lineup actually came together pretty good. So there are certain ones here within these flow of the games that hit. It hit to close the Warriors game when you put Grant in there in that closing lineup. It hit against the Clippers when Carson Edwards came in. But then there's other times it doesn't. And a lot of the time it's at the beginning of these games and it's building deficits for them. So does that deficit kill you? Is that deficit the reason they lost tonight? I don't think so as much. I, they tied the game twice in the second quarter and then almost at the end there. So they ended up finding stuff that worked. Uh, but there is a legitimate criticism to uh, trying to find stuff and maybe sacrificing wins there. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I get that, Bobby. But I also – I think, you know, it's a good point. But I think it's also a testament to, to someone like Brad Stevens who's made so many trips, you know, deep trips into the playoffs, you know. It's I, worked I think- for him in the past. Well, I think he understands exactly. Well, that and also he understands that, you know, this thing is a marathon, you know, and, and obviously yeah. the uniqueness of this season, you know, couple it with last season. I mean, the, the tail end of this the, this uh, regular season, they're not even quite sure what it's going to look like. So I just think he's really pacing himself. And I think that's smart. I mean, we had a lot to say after those first five, six games where it felt like the sky was falling. I mean, we obviously we all knew how early it was in the season. But I think what we were most concerned about was because we expected the Celtics to be at this specific level. But then you look across the rest of the Eastern Conference. I mean, there's a lot of teams losing games like this. And I think Jalen Brown not being in the lineup is obviously a huge, 
you know, indication of, of how this team struggles offensively without him or defensively without him. How much this team's going to struggle on defense without someone like Marcus Smart? You have to take well, all that into consideration. That's that's you know? the key point here, Nick. I said if you can criticize, <laughs> if you can criticize anything here, it's him going too deep in the rotations and trying to sing like with Carson open the game, the experimental stuff. But isn't this yeah. a time experiment while Jalen's out, while exactly. Smart's out? I agree with that. 100%. And let's let's be honest, guys. I mean, we all we, if we, we're all going to make a prediction here in, in terms of the Celtics make a trade. I think if I were to make a, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's a great chance Danny's going to make a trade right at some point before the end of, before the deadline. This is the time you showcase what you got. No, you know, I, I mean, I don't think it, this was a game. Carson, that, we're not showcasing Carson. That yeah, I think I, the, I, uh, I, we it's a little bit of experimenting along with that, I think. I think you could say that a little bit. I, this isn't by design. They didn't well, want Dennis to not be available. Car- they don't Edwards want Marcus Smart like. to not be available, but, you know, this is what they got. Yeah, I think yeah. that the the judgments are out on, on the players. I, I don't think that yeah. uh, at this point they're showcases. This isn't a, a, you know, walk the catwalk. I, I think they want to win games. My choice, they, but, I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm being a ball busty, but I, th- I think they want to win games. I hope they do. They don't seem to ever get angry when they lose. I, I don't know. Follow the, the, one, the one thing they've showed is that Kemba Walker looks healthy. I mean, he might That's not be playing well, but he looks healthy. But they can't integrate him. It's not my point. My point is if, if you're looking to trade Kemba, you have to prove to these other teams that he can that he's healthy. He's not going to – it's not an Isaiah Thomas situation, you know, right, where they trade him to the – you know, and he hasn't been right ever since. So they have to show that Kemba Walker's healthy, that the knee is fine. And based on what I've seen, it looks fine to me. It's just the shots aren't falling right now. I mean, you could easily make the case that the two bench guards were 10 times better than the two starting guards today. I mean, you had Pritchard and Teague off the bench. Uh, you, you'd probably rather have those two in the game uh, late than – than having Kemba in the game today. I mean, it would have been a very ballsy move by Brad to bench Kemba in this one. I know he was. Uh, I was thinking they might because he didn't come in until that 250 point. Right, but he did hit two two of the shots he hit were in the fourth quarter. Um, so, I mean, how much better would they have been with him out of the game at that stage? I don't know. Um, five minute mark. But yeah. the way Pritchard was playing, I Kemba mean, he was keeping you here. in the game. I mean, if, if there's a way to get, listen, there's got to be a way for them to get Pritchard more minutes. He looks great. Uh, I thought he was like the one who stood out to me the most today. Um, he's just consistently looks ready for the occasion. Uh, even the, you know, he's playing like full court defense at certain points. You know, he was like really pesky out there, um, you know, hitting some big threes. I, I'm, I continue to be impressed with him. Um, I think they got a fair way to get him playing time. If that means less for Edwards, fine. I mean, I think Car- Carson Edwards is who he is. They're not showcasing him for anything. They're just trying to, eat up some minutes, but I think Pritchard should be able to eat up no, more of if, if Pritchard's going to be smart, he's got to play 30 minutes. There's we no trashed, doubt about that. We, you know, everyone tra- loves to trash Teague. He's the easy one. Last last show we did, I was like, listen, every player that gets trashed on is, you know, come around at some point, Teague's going to be next. I didn't think it would be one game later, but he, you know, he, he looked a little bit more like Teague out there. Was it perfect? Absolutely not, but he certainly wasn't a liability out there like some people, you know, claim he's been since game one. Well, when Brad Stevens was asked about Peyton Pritchard and how he's doing from coming back from his injury, he said that at this point, he's he's not going to inch anywhere near towards 30 minutes. It's not ideal. So I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But one thing to point out is what Kemba Walker did today in, in playing over 30 minutes. That's the first time he's done that since he's come back from his injury. And you look at his scoring, what, what we got here? You got, what, 20% from the floor, 4 of 11 from behind the arc. 
I mean, all his four of his shots were threes. All four of the field goals he made were th- from from three point range. It missed everything right. else. It was an awful game. I mean, it was an awful, well. awful, awful game. Yeah, what are we talking about the rim now? Like thirty percent. It's so hard to be a player leading an offense, dribbling, creating off the dribble when you aren't a threat to finish inside. And especially a game like this against an Aiton, looks like he has no hope at finishing in there. And it wasn't even just Aiton. Damian uh, Jones, who I have vaguely heard of completely reject him at the rim and throw him back on his back, and he just slammed the ground again and again. He can't get in there. And that's something we've watched develop with Kemba all the way back to last postseason. So if there's any concern with Kemba that's already evident now and hasn't changed in a while, it's that he's not finishing at the basket anymore. There was glimpses of it when he first got back. In that Knicks game he did a few times, but that's you know that's when he gets past the guy in a pick and roll and turns the corner. You don't know if he's going to be able to score in traffic. Kemba reeks of confidence depleted, right? So, you know, get the confidence back. Shots will start dropping. I agree. Go to the rim. But if you're not going to the rim strong, it's a sure indication that your confidence in maybe your health is is, uh, depleted. So, I mean, I don't understand. I'm not going to change the subject. I guess I will, though. But Robert Williams, give me – I don't know the answer. Why didn't Robert Williams – if transition defense was the problem, why didn't he get more minutes? Why is he sitting at the bottom of a terrible bench? It's been the case all year. Steven's criticism, yeah. Mm -hmm. We we ask that every single game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And stretches, of course. But you think – I mean, you want to talk about showcasing guys, Josue? That's a player that you that yeah. you can showcase if 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 you think you can I actually. That's the player they want to hold on to. That's why <laughs> they want to hold on to. They don't play him. <laughs> you got to play the guy. If you think he can help, then he should be on the court. If you think if you think he can build his trade value, then he should be in the court. He's adding nothing, adding absolutely nothing, sitting on the bench. I'm not saying he would have been the answer today either. Um, but again, if he's a guy that you know, it's it's crazy. He'll have a game and look like a great player, and we'll start comparing. You know, oh, I, I want to see how he plays against. Um, you know, some, you know, name any star center. Well, let's see how he looks tonight against Aiden. star center. Aiden, sure. I mean, you, you can go down the line. Bam. You know, it, it's a joke. Some right. of the guys that we were, that were like talking about him in the same. Look at this. Not, Nick, Nick got us in the minutes. criticizing mood. <laughs> That's my job. We're rolling now. No, there right, is guys, fair. Go. There is reason they criticize Brad Stevens and spots, especially after losses like this one in particular, where, they're under man, and it's kind of his job to coach up something that works to, you know, cook up wins in games where they're underdogs. They were underdogs right. in this one. So everyone it's, loves it's, to talk about ATOs. I don't see them. I haven't seen them in a long time. His end of game coaching is, in my opinion, pretty suspect at best. All right, I'm gonna throw this out. Last because, couple seasons, he has. No, you're still really, going. On. Yeah, I could. I'm gonna go right through it right to you though. Uh, last you're gonna go to seasons, all the seasons. He buffaloed. <laughs> How many superstars? I don't blame it on even Kyrie to a certain degree. He couldn't control him. Okay. So he couldn't control his son, uh, Gordon Hayward. When are we going to say maybe Danny's giving him the players and he's not able to manage them? Go ahead, Josue. That's a fair point. I mean, we can get a little more into that, Nick, but I just, this crossed my mind. We've said that, by the way. (laughs) The timing, (laughs) the timing of this was right before Kemba hit those two big shots in the fourth quarter. So I was like, ah, but I'm still going to bring it up. Uh, at what point, if this Kemba struggle continues, do you seriously, or does Brad Stevens, I should say, seriously consider 
Uh, maybe starting Pritchard just to sort of get him jump started in that offense, bring him off the bench, slash finishing games. What do you guys think about that? Kill, kill Kemba's confidence. I, I'm all for anything. I mean, listen. I mean, yeah, fully, yeah, fully right. That would stab his confidence. Yeah, probably. Fully healthy. I, I, I I'm not sure where. You, I, I think I'd rather have Pritchard coming off the bench. But listen, the way he's playing, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because of his size. It's not like you just toss him all around the 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 court. Oh, we lost Bobby. See you, Bob. Uh, yeah, we were trashing he, Stevens too much. He had to leave. Yeah, he adds, he adds so much value to the team when he's on the court. It's almost like you know, put whoever you want out there with him, and good things will happen. You know, whether it's him and Kemba. If that's too small, then I, I understand that. But I mean, he's he, he he almost gives you like that Marcus Smart type value out there. Except for you know, for me, I I like I like him shooting the ball more than I like Marcus Smart shooting the ball. I, I don't know if that makes. And I'm not saying trade Marcus Smart, but I don't know if that makes Marcus Smart more expendable in the in the now or in the future or what. But Peyton Pritchard is doing everything in his power to get more playing time, to be inserted in more rotations. They even have the discussion of on um, getting some spot starts. I mean, you can't tell me that he'd be worse than Carson Edwards in the starting lineup. No, yeah, that that's the question. Do you pull all opportunity away from Teague, from Edwards in this case today, where he gets 17 to get him past 30 up to 35 minutes like they would Marcus Smart or the other question would be replace him in a game like this with a hot hands where Teague and uh, Pritchard into the fourth quarter either Kemba entirely well listen I stay with Kemba because you're working towards something bigger and that's this yeah, conversation with Stevens like you gotta I I, putting him back in here with five minutes to go was the right decision even though what was working before that, it looked pretty good early in that quarter. And then Kemba d- does end up hitting two threes, the free throws, adds eight points down the stretch and gets them within three. So that decision did ultimately work out to stick with him and believe in him late. I always go back to I'm – not, I'm not comparing the two players because he's not at that level, but I always go back to Tyler Hero last year. I mean, the Heat gave Tyler Hero the opportunity, and he mm-hmm. stepped up in a massive way, and he was really the difference in the playoffs against the Celtics. Um, as far as I mean, you could argue Bam, obviously, but let's be honest. Tyler Hero took his, no, you know, he went from a, a player to a freaking player, man, and that was because they trusted oh, him. They oh, gave him the case. playing time. So, so I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you you got to keep taking those minutes up for Pritchard because until he proves otherwise or shows otherwise, I think he's deserved deserved more minutes. Now, I know he's coming back from an injury, and that might have something to do with it. But if he's back healthy, keep him in the game because as far as I'm concerned, he's affecting you know winning out there so. i think being on the floor in the fourth quarter or pretty much the entire fourth quarter we've seen these last couple of games right after you come back from an injury is a huge like boost in your confidence and you're brass stevens you're like listen you earned this one i trust you we need you out there go back in the fourth quarter and finish this thing out like Put and of course he's not afraid of that he's not afraid to take those shots he's not afraid to knock them down which of course he did but of course the Celtics didn't get enough of that uh, against the suns let me just address this quick yeah, I Nick. never said to re- replace Brad Stevens. <clears throat> I said there has no, to be No, you just some want to criticism. sit on the fence. That's all you want to do. No, this I, is, I, I this want is to like see John. some criticism. This is like John no, I want to see some Brad. criticism from our media, the beat writers, and the fans. I don't really care what the fans are. are impo- but someone needs to say. They need to bring the well, the fans do. <laughs> we see it no, in the No, but the fans, I'm not, Brad. listen, the fans matter. Uh, I'm not saying they don't matter. But I want you to Nick wants the pitchforks. No, I want a beat writer. I want someone to come out and say, is Brad Stevens the problem? Pose the question. 
That's what a good reporter does. That that's oh, what I'm trying to say. Oh, because oh. there's no question. It is a question that should be asked. I'll so I enough didn't evidence. say replace them. You have but enough if evidence. you asked me that in the summer or in the offseason, I would have said bring Doc Rivers back. Now you could all jump all over me. No, that I came great you, Nick, that 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 came up right after the Celtics were eliminated. What do you the Celtics fans were, were were calling for him to be fired? 100%. I don't watch the Celtics fans. I watch you guys. Nick what? wants to crawl back to his ex. Hey, Doc Rivers bailed on no. you, buddy. He's in the past. No. Doc is moving. doing pretty well this year so far, though. Doc's done pretty damn well for everybody who's criticizing him. All right, well, Nick, let me, let me ask you this. something. He's been pretty good to Boston. Hold on, real quick. No, who had criticizing uh, him, but he's, who had better he made his decision. Nick. Who had who had better weapons for the most of the past I don't know seven seasons, uh, Doc or Brad Stevens, and which one got you know went all the way to nearly the NBA Finals more times than the other? Who had more head cases, Brad or or Doc Rivers? Oh, that's a that's a long conversation, man. What do you define as a head case? More head cases? I mean, there's you a lot better out there. Who, 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 what are you doing if you're right now? Chris Paul is a terrible about- teammate, guys. If you're talking about um, like controlling the locker room, we've brought up on this show. I don't have multiple. Times. I have heard if, it. If, okay, then so don't sit here and say that we never say boo about Brad. We've we've brought up no, numerous things about. Okay, well we brought up we brought up numerous issues that we've seen or we've wondered, but we're not in the locker room, so it's a lot of just throwing stuff at the wall and, and seeing if, if if this could be it or that could be it or why could this happen. We've we're not been in the locker here. room. We've been in the hall. During I'm talking meetings. about. I, I know. I know. We're in the locker room, but we're not in the locker room when it actually matters to be in the locker room. Is my point. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and break down relationships between player and coach and all that stuff when it's just nonsense. No, and this and, is what I've said about Brad in the past too. There's the sentiment but, that oh, he doesn't throw chairs and he doesn't freak out about losses uh, and he isn't tougher on I, these guys. I agree with I, some of that. Well, I think it, he should be. I think he can be angrier. He should be angrier. I think it's subtle, and he does it in his own way. He calls out players. He calls out units. He calls out the team after losses. You know, but it's not aggressive, and it's not grinding away to where there'd be just guys at each other's face through a season. And this is, you know, our fans and certain people on the show have freaked out after losses during this year. You know, if what are they twelve and ten now? If it was a freakout fest after all ten losses. 10. You have two of the I best mean, this, this, the this wouldn't be sustainable. But Nick, I mean, look at the Heat. Nick, the they Heat lost. Just made the NBA Finals, and they're seven and fourteen. The Mavericks were just. That one was. Of the, do you honestly think disaster. that the Heat wasn't a product of the bubble? But they were a much better team than they're showing right now. This, get, this, you, but do you think it was the product of the bubble? The bubble probably. It's looking better. like I mean, it. Yeah. Hell, okay. But they had that. They had that continuity before. But yeah, that's Nick. You Yo. can't get hung up on wins and losses in record right now. Look at the Celtics. Have they had they had they've had a full roster for like three of their. That's games, a good point man. too. They've had their full lineup the game, for twenty one minutes. It's part but of the game so- exactly. So, but you can't you can't you you can't criticize the record without at least acknowledging part of the reason why. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair. I will I will I will give. Okay, that. so let's not that's sit fair. here and like listen. We're not we're, the Celtics lost today, and could they have won? Yeah, but, but at the end of the if day, if it was a win, I'd be saying they, the same thing. They, right, right, but at the end of the day, we're 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 kind of like okay, they lost because they didn't have Jalen Brown, they didn't have Marcus Smart. Things are probably different if they did. So instead, we're just breaking down other aspects of the game within the game that could be better, right? I mean, the the outcome is the outcome. We're not going to harp on the result because I think a lot of people expected that they wouldn't win today without those two players. Anyways, it would have been nice if they did, um, but you know they didn't. Okay. So, so I'm, almost, I'm actually done talking about. I'm actually done talking about this game. 
I think a lot here's, of that, what I, here's what I can say about that. I think a lot of it has to do with where you where you hold your expectations compared to when the season started to, to now and whether you got all excited, which I'm sure you did, Nick. You got all excited when the Celtics started getting all those wins and, and Tatum and Brown were balling out. You know, the COVID thing just ripped through this team and then that's when they started losing games and everyone started panicking again. Like, yeah. I, I don't think, again, it depends on where you had them before the season started. Like, me personally, top five at best, fifth seed or fifth place, however you wanted to look at it. Some fifth people worried top. they weren't going to make the playoffs if Kemba didn't play at all. I mean, honestly, a little bit over 500, it's what I had in mind 20 games into the season. This team well, isn't that far off from what I expected. I didn't have lofty expectations, Joe Swig. I really didn't. The only yeah, expectation what happened, I had, Nick, What happened? They got out to a huge – they got out to a, a quicker start than we expected. They really right? didn't because they struggled. It's like seven and three. They were seven and yeah, three. They, yeah. I know they were, but they, they buffaloed three, two preseason games and a regular season game. No, no, three you left <laughs> your expectations after that. that that's, yeah. that's what you did. No, I looked at that. And, and that now you're playing that Stevens. Okay, so I'll, I'll say it this Giving way. Giving him the middle finger. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, I like Unbelievable. This. I'll say it this way. This is the way I'm going to say it, is that I didn't have lofty say expectations. It. I did not, no. But I did have expectations to show heart and get out there and fuck oh, your ass here off we go. and play right. basketball. And guess what? You are a product of your leader. Everybody's bashing on Doc now. Doc was a bitch. Nobody's bashing on Doc. In the chat room. The bat doc was a bitch <laughs> to the officials. So was Paul Pierce and everybody else. It's follow the leader. Like one Brad Stevens has no passion, desire. He doesn't show it at least, and neither do his players. Do you think this team is That's energized it. and passionate? No. Do you think it? Do you get I think inspired? So. You, you want him to go and, and 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 slap Jeff T across the head? Is that gonna help? What do you mean? No, I, I, I want <laughs> to see him. There? I want to see him. Coach with some energy, man, and get get a little pissed off. They want the they want they want the chair to be thrown across the court. I've never seen yeah, I've never seen a chair thrown want. since Bobby Knight. I don't know where that's from. <laughs> I was going to the Bobby Knight swag. <laughs> his style is his it's Brad Stevens style. Is Brad Stevens style. He's not Greg Popovich out there with the with, he's not like a Greg Popovich. If that's what you want, like the anger, he's not like a Rick Carlisle. Uh, but he, you know, he, whatever he's been, been doing the on the Grand Finals team, in four years, I, I think a lot of this yeah, criticism East Finals for, and he lost all three on his home court. I think all three were lost besides the bubble. But besides I mean, the bubble, yeah. And, and it was yeah. play calling down the stretch against Cleveland on those Isaiah teams, wasn't it? Twenty eighteen, yeah. Fair yeah, yeah, so okay, so and he couldn't control Kyrie, and his son asked to leave. Aren't these things that should be asked? What the issue oh, that's is. an underdog situation brought, in 2018. We brought that up a ton yeah. of times. We brought that up a ton of times. But listen, who said you, you can didn't? You, we've brought up the whole Kyrie situation so many times. People hate us every time we mention the name. So we're not talking about him today. By the I way, I brought him up as a matter of fact. Right, but you subject. can make the case that the Celtics had no business even being in the Eastern Conference Finals some of those years that they were. Very so, true. So don't. Get, it's like the old like Tom Brady argument, and we're going to get into him very oh. soon. But it's like. You give people like to hate on Tom Brady for the losses in the Super Bowl when it's like comparing it to Joe Montana, who didn't even get to the Super Bowl to yeah. lose in. So it's like, it's like, like the it, LeBron, it, the LeBron, uh, the, yeah. right? Exactly, LeBron. You can use the basketball term for sure. Oh, LeBron carrying, putting the yeah. team on his back. LeBron right. carrying these misfits to the NBA Finals and then he loses, and then people criticize LeBron because you know he can only do so much with a bunch of you know. Yeah. 
Hanger on. I think Brad Stevens is soft, and I think Jimmy Toscano is soft. That's what I think. I think and you're I, pretty soft too. And I've been saying <laughs> we were sitting next to each other at a TV last, garden. Soft. Last point I have on Brad. All right. The East yeah. Finals. The East Take Finals. Phone, the East Finals criticism deserved last year. I, I think there were some missing adjustments before. there, and it's a lost opportunity certainly with a really good team. Uh, 2019, yeah, of course. I mean, that was a disaster that everybody played a part in. Danny Ainge as well. And this year, yeah, I the, think the manager could manage them. Well, he had 11 guys who needed minutes in the ball. Oh, it was a oh, hard just like, put that take back up. He has no talent around him. Let's call him LeBron Stevens. Come on. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's fair criticism the last two years on teams that could have been champions. Yeah, absolutely. Teams. We criticized the hell out of them last year. Nick's this crazy. year so far. Like th- this I've year. I've dying for this. If this we're is just Matt talking, Nick right here. I like it. If we're just talking about this year. They're missing a wing spot because of the TP, and they didn't bring anything back for Hayward. We'll get to that eventually when they actually use that and assess the offseason as it might be. The free agent signings have looked inconsistent so far. And they have the top-end talent, and the top-end talent is working. You know, Ainge gets credit for that in retrospect. But right now, the depth of this team, because of using 16 picks in four years, falls on Ainge. That falls right. on me. And right, right now, Bobby. we're talking about the shortcomings. We're going to talk about Danny Page, the guy, the right, guy right, who Bobby. saved the Fellas, league. guys, serious question here. Really serious question here. Bobby, who you, who you got win the Super Bowl? Do you want yeah, the Bucs to win? Thank you. Nah. you. No, That's all Jimmy wanted to I'm talk about. Who you got? I am, I am all the way in on Tampa Bay at this point. I hesitated last night because I'm scared of Mahomes. Did you rip uh, the tag off that jersey this morning? Uh, yeah, you did, Bobby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Aren't yeah. Raptors down in Tampa Bay? <laughs> Tampa, Tampa is the center of the sports world. The Raptors are coming back. They just beat the Nets. I didn't get to mention that yesterday. A lot of the Raptors fans in our comments were pumped. And it just so happens that when I used to play Madden at like age 14, I used to love the Buccaneers and it all comes together. Oh, we don't want, we don't want the story so am... how Bobby became a Bucs fan last week. All right. Anyway, you guys want to know where John is? He just tweeted me. Yo. I was going to show been, it, too. I forgot to. Oh, where are you? No, I so forgot. To. I'm a, glad you did. Yo, he's got – it looks – and this, this is – listen, you guys already know I'm Bucks. I'm Bucks. I've been – well, I'm Tom Brady, so therefore I'm Bucks. So, I mean, yeah, I've got the Bucks big Tom today. Brady. Money line. Not that I'm betting on it, but I think the Bucks are going to win the game. Now, John's are been very – too busy for the show today, but not too busy to put a Super Bowl spread together. Looks like he's got um, – <laughs> Pig, who's laughing like uncontrollably? Me, that was Pig. hilarious. He put a spread together. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he was. He thought he meant coverage. He meant dinner. Yo, how? What, yeah, those are the dinner. biggest uh, freaking pigs wrapped in blankets I've ever seen. Jeez. Well, everything Yo, has talk, a Greek twist. Put that on this. the screen, will you? <laughs> I'm gonna say this when, when talking about Super Bowl foods. Pigs in a blanket to me is one of the best options mm. you can have because it's not something that you Underrated. have often. Underrated. It's not something that you have often, but like for the Super Bowl, like it it makes perfect sense, and like those go quickly. Did I? Somebody got booted, right? Oh, Joe got booted. Yeah. Okay, well, listen. Pigs in a blanket. One of the first things to go. You got to be in Jimmy, on those early. Are you a but, mini pig or a whole pig? Pigs in a blanket. Like the little pigs guys. in the blanket or the big yeah. ones. The little. The little they're, they're all little. You ever had no, them? Not. They're all little. Okay, well, I'm talking about the little I, I, ones. Wrong. The okay, finger the little ones. There's minis and big ones. Yeah, I mean, so that's a staple. Like. 
I mean, me personally, like whenever I'm watching the Super Bowl, usually got some nerves going on for whatever reason. So I like to have something. I like to have a bunch of options that I can get up during the game and like pick at because I'm nervous. So like anything that I can make a sandwich out of, you know, whether it's like pulled pork, you know, some sort of steak tips, things like that. Like that's very, very important for a Super Bowl game. I'm not interested in pizza at the Super Bowl. You can have pizza all the time. I'm not into pizza. No. In- there you go. Are they wiener? Are they stuffed hot dogs or hot dogs? Still- this is this is John's. This is John's. That's Super on white the side of the bowl. <laughs> yeah. You can tell he tried to pour it. He tried to pour it from one bowl to the other. Um, Either that or he went for an early bite before the picture. Yeah. I usually I mean, do. You that can use a filter or two on there. He's got going down important too you want to have a couple different dips a little guac some chips maybe a little queso but like chinese food was i love chinese food but i'm a big chinese food guy on new year's eve so like a month later i'm still recovering so i'm not trying to get chinese for the big game like i'm, I'm sticking to like the staples of super bowl chinese food? grub what about you guys you got any like go to yeah i don't have wings right no, i'm talking about for, for wings super. absolutely i mean that's number one wings, right you, bikes. you can't Wings bites. You know what's nice is like uh Joe's fight thing for talking about New Year's. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was confused as to pretzels. why that's a Super Bowl food. Soft pretzels. Food? They're really good. Soft pretzels with like a honey mustard dip, very nice. The you going like Auntie Annie's before the game or something? No, 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 no. You just pizza gotta get all the way. Yeah, pizza. Pizza. Serious question, Nick. Listen, I mean, I'm a yo, yo, pizza yo. guy, I know, but I mean, you can have pizza any day of the week. Yo, pickles, yo, pickles and no pickles, Nick. <laughs> oh, I'm a big <laughs> pickle, pickle guy. Jar at this party? Party. Oh, I heard boo. that pickle show, and I but my ears were what showing that? me, like the amount of pickle, pickle hate in this company is really it's a problem. I think. You know? <laughs> I do. Jimmy got so mad he left. Just, I can't believe Jimmy that you know Jimmy is a closet pickle eater. <laughs> pretzel though that's a is that a super hey, bowl i told you i pulled them right off yeah the you get the pretzel bites bro they're like soft pretzels and people put the deal yeah. yeah. super bowl no, no, as much as super bowl food as uh hot dogs in a puff pastry dude that's like a, what wait what is Pretzel bites are just as much of a Super Bowl food as hot dogs in a puff. We're jumping from product to product. I now. can't imagine that's true. I'll I'll let you run with that. I cannot imagine. Wait, that's wait, true. wait, I've wait, never wait, heard no, it in no. my life. Wait, no, pretzel no, bites? never heard of. Why did you? Why did you just pronounce that like this? What did you just call it? What you're again? talking about? But like, hot you go to a, a Super Bowl. Pastry. You go to a Super Bowl party. It's not like a bucket <laughs> of soft pretzels. Like, is that a Pennsylvania thing? No, you get the soft pretzel bites and they're on a toothpick and you dip them in the honey mustard sauce. No, oh, I know yeah, what it is. Or cheese fondue. Pigs, pigs wrapped in blankets? Pigs in a blanket. I love the piggies. I mean, in pigs blanket. in a blanket? What about oh, you? I, never thought, I thought you place. were calling that over what? Okay. No! no. I was like, what is that? Joe Sway, I missed, yeah. I got kicked off. So you have a you have a go to Super Bowl? Like, no one pick? asked me. Right food pick? Food pick. Buff chicken dip is a, is a huge, yes. is a must. Huge. Uh, wings, of course. Buffalo. I'm a ranch guy with blue cheese. I don't like. I don't, I don't know. Me blue too. Cheese guy. I'm not I'll a blue cheese guy either. I'm not, you know, picky. I'll have the blue cheese. That's all you got. But I like. I'm a huge ranch guy. So. Agree all right. Predictions. Sausage. Let's, let's, let's get predictions. Sausage and peppers. For the Super Let's Bowl? get predictions and then get out of here. Nick, what's your Brady's gonna win. The Super media Bowl. would have it no what's other Super Bowl way. prediction, Nick. What's your Super Bowl prediction? 
He's yeah, going Brady. No other way. Brady's going to win. I mean, like, no, in all actuality, it's a good story. I mean, how can you not home, want Brady home, to win? Home, home field. field. Yeah, if I'm, a, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm going, this is rigged. Why? Home field. Brady. Listen, when they when they picked the Super Bowl location in Tampa Bay, they had no idea Tom Brady would be they joining knew, the team. When did they pick it? When do they pick it? They they pick it a few, years, few yeah. years out or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah. even even before he made his announcement, though, Tampa Bay was on the list. There was a lot, a lot of people's mind that that was a good option for him to go. Right. But they not, probably, the, the NFL probably had no idea that the Patriots would ever let Tom Brady go. They couldn't ever think that true. the Patriots would be that stupid and inept. Because oh, they've never on, been Jimmy. that. That's a home so all of a debate. sudden, you know, pride gets in the way, and I don't know what else, like some adventure or something gets in the way, team. and Brady's playing for Tampa Bay now. Well, guess what? I've moved on because Bro. it's a new yeah, day in Tampa Bay. Somebody said the shirt's hideous. You're 100% right. It's a disgusting shirt, I mean, but. I love the color. I always it, the job, it always takes me like 20 seconds done. to figure out what it is. I'm going <laughs> to channel my inner Felger. They are a turd franchise. Who cares? Where, you know what? Tom Tom Brady yeah, who is. Who cares? Are you still a Patriots fan? Or are you now Tampa Bay only? Like, are you a LeBron? You're basically like I'm a Tom Brady. LeBron fan. Now. I'm a Tom Brady fan. You're you can LeBron root for Tom Brady without doing the whole looking like what Bobby I was thinking was. about that earlier. Well, it's a little different because everybody. of how long he was there. No, it is. Right. Let's go around the horn. How many of you were mad at Ray Allen? I don't think anybody here was. Were you? Gail Sway. Yeah. And he was with exactly. me. He wasn't. Bob Bobby was. Yep. When it first happened, I know yeah. What the, yeah. I know what the retort is going to be, but it's the same concept, right? Only Ray Allen didn't make the announcement on the day sports shut down. He didn't, you know, know he was leaving for two years prior to leaving. He was, the last Super Bowl he won, he looked pissed off. Yeah. Listen, well, this, wasn't Danny, just, this wasn't a did one day. Did Danny Allen back? I think he would have. He this wasn't, wasn't he the, 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 the last pick in the draft. Like what? Like didn't he, didn't like the Patriots? Like that was a great partnership. What happened? They wouldn't pay him. Belichick didn't take a salary cap or salary decrease. Come on, Nick. That was not about no, asking. I hate I hate when this argument comes up because no, it, was, it was about his wife. I think Brady. No, no, Brady had had with the organization. Whether we're talking oh, about not having enough weapons or getting rid of his guys. guys or not getting the ones that he, you know, wanted to hold on to. And he had had it. I think he went into the last season knowing that that was going to be it. You know? He did. And I don't have a problem with that. And I'm still he a fan. He lied to you. He lied to you and all his fans all throughout the season. He didn't lie to anybody. That, listen. Oh, he did. He said, I, yeah, he did. I didn't want the last two years here from him. Not, he, he not, I mean, not all Pats fans were shocked when he left. Once the Patriots no, made him, either. once the Patriots made him a lame, a lame duck quarterback, which was the most disrespectful thing they could have done. It was over. It wasn't a one day exactly. decision. He played the last exactly. season knowing, and the Patriots knew too that it was going to be his last season. So what's done is done. We're on to Tampa Bay Super Bowl tonight. <laughs> I have Bucks. So sad at the twenty. I want to say it's going to be a high scoring game, but typically these when you know the last. Feels like Super Bowls are always like you know. I'll tell you this, right? Nick. It would have been a little different if the Patriots bounced back better this year. You know what infuriates me is that people are now putting him in the same category as Bill Russell. You can't, no. Yeah, he's he's no. better than Bill. He's higher How about up. Jordan. He's got the Jordan six. I know. He's Jordan higher up with than the whole franchise his entire career. He didn't leave them behind. Is he on your Mount Rushmore? Nick, he didn't. Jordan. Jordan. He's on my Mount Rushmore. Jordan didn't leave the Bulls high and dry. No. Is that what you just said? No. 
He retired. All right, Joe Sway. Halftime predictions. Dude, he retired twice, first of all. He retired. Yeah, he, he, he didn't retire the, the first time, let's be honest. But the second time, all he right. retired. Did he leave? All right, no, guys. Stop, stop, Before no, you two stop, keep stop, going stop. at it. No. This is like <laughs> the old days, Jimmy. Joe Sway. No. That was the dumbest thing. <laughs> the sun's oh, coming Nick down. says a lot of dumb things, but that was about oh, Jimmy, it. Jimmy, this is coming right from the there. guy who, who wasn't so, even born yet, I don't think. When what? He does it to get a reaction. Look at it. I feel like I'm like a dad talking to his kids. He does it to get a reaction out of you, Jimmy. Ignore it. It's all the years he was doing it to me at the garden. Always giving me reactions. You're the one who sounds stupid. Apologize to your brother. Jimmy, say sorry to Nick. I'm sorry for some of the I'm sorry for some of the things he said on the show. Let's go back to food. <laughs> All right. No, Good wait, job. There you go, Bobby. Let's refocus here. Let's refocus. Bill Russell right. won at every level. Don't All right. Bill Russell. We went from food. Now we're going to go to the, uh, the, the halftime show. Russell. All right. Any any crazy predictions? What do you guys that got? proves your point. Now you've lost all credibility. You know like, the weekend is going to bring out somebody. Blasting on Bill Russell. I didn't blast on him. I just you said Brady's. I said, you were alive for Bill Russell. You just tried to use that argument against me. No, I don't have to be alive. It's in the record books. The guy won at every level, every championship. He lost once. How could you How put teams them on the same that year, though? Comparing... You guys all use that. If there were only eight teams in the NBA today, how know, talented would these teams be? I know, but look at you. Get that you're look comparing at you. different eras. <laughs> like, I mean, different no, sports. No. I mean, don't come on, the man. Goat. He's not the GOAT of all sports. He's the GOAT of the NFL. Tom Brady, yeah, I mean he's right up there. Oh, he's gonna pull Absolutely. up at the, uh, the the halftime the halftime show. You can't you can't I mean, have I a good my predictions. Argument. There's a lot of big names floating around out there. Ariana great, one hundred percent. I'm great. not going 1, with one of those. I'm going with Kenny G in the back with the saxophone for like two minutes, and that's it. It's gonna be all weekend, and he deserves this. I mean, this was one of the great album rollouts we've ever seen over the course of a year. He got snubbed from the Grammys, so tonight's gonna be one of those. I'm saying G? that's gonna be. That's gonna be the guest tonight. Yeah, that's my prediction for halftime. Ken, like Kenny, okay. what, what crazy, yeah. what crazy musical guest gonna come out and pop out? I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. Slash. I think it, anything, it's gonna be Kenny G. You know what, Bobby? You could be right because Kenny the snub, G. the Grammy snub. Jeez. I can see him doing that. Nothing gets the people going more than a little <laughs> Kenny G. Hey, I'll text you halftime if it happens. Kenny G. If you bring out Kenny G, you have to bring out someone else after that. I am not predicting Drake. You better bring out a platter full of Xanax and weed because Kenny G is exhausting. Like, you just want to relax, I think. I, I it's not going to be long. I think going to make a quick appearance. I thought no, you were going to say, like, Kenny weekend. G gets down. I was like, what? And I think this is going to be one of the better halftime shows ever. He's going to do an amazing job. Oh, oh no! no. Kenny G. I just thought of Bobby. I thought of uh, the the Kanye solo on his on his uh, Jesus <laughs> the uh, his last album. Remember Kenny Kenny G. Solo. Kenny G. Appeared there, and then he appeared on this weekend now. So I think Kenny G. Is going to be the guest. <laughs> Write it down. Just remember when you see it. But if it happens, every league, Josue, did you give your game prediction? Oh man. I did it. We asked you first, Nick. All right, we got one more thing here. Manscaped uh, Manscaped is still offering 20% off and free shipping. Oh, wow. (laughs) Why would you you post that? (laughs) We are. This is why I told you not to control that. This is exactly why. (laughs) 
That hey, is not, not to say, by the way, not to say anything. Bobby, wrong why'd you that. give him that free? Yeah, yeah, I don't like that talk, to be honest with you. Jimmy is a Use this gospel. Him. There we go. Fuzzy press, said, uh, that's the name press of the song. Press Pass 20. We got to end the show ASAP. Press Pass 20, 20% off your first purchase. The lawnmower 3.0 is out. It's waterproof. It's what you need. It's what we've been telling you. You yeah, need this product. So go get that one. Hey, hey, it's Nick, 20% off with free shipping. And we are Nick, whenever uh whenever Bobby or anyone wants to read the the, the read, just put put something over the copy so it makes it easier for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how Celtics. to Celtics lose 191. Stay, wait, Enjoy the big game. Stay, wait a minute. Anybody go wants Brady. to stay and talk Celtics, I will. No? All right, we that's going to do don't. it. We'll see you guys in a we couple don't. of nights. We We're out of here. Tuesday, Jazz Celtics. That's a big one.